Hey, welcome to A Loner's Guide to the Galaxy. I'm Sean, the loner in A Loner's Guide to the Galaxy. So shortly after COVID-19 broke out, I decided that it was time to take a break from social media. And after a few days, I noticed that every time I unlocked my phone, my thumb would press the screen where the Facebook icon used to be. So I thought about how I could channel this energy in a productive way. And this led me to keeping a journal consisting of a collection of thoughts, feelings, and experiences. Eventually, the idea came to turn those journals into a podcast. This podcast will take you, the listener, on that ride with me as we journey through the galaxy in my mind. The purpose of this podcast is to inspire, uplift, and empower. I hope that you enjoy listening to it even more than I enjoy creating it. This episode is brought to you by Indigo Creative, a development firm that specializes in designing, developing, and executing creative concepts and ideas, harnessing the power of the imagination in a way that is innovative and disruptive. If you'd like to connect, send me an email at alonersguide at theageofindigo.com. I'd love to hear from you. A love beyond forever. This episode is dedicated to my first friend, my first cousin, my big sister. I miss you terribly, and I love you beyond forever. Hey, Shaw, it's me. You really messed me up with this one. The truth is that I felt this in my spirit the past two years felt like I was running out of time. I never spoke on it because I didn't want to speak it into existence or bring about my untimely demise. Now I know what the source of my anxiety was. My soul knew that you were going to leave soon, that we were running out of time. Now the pain in my chest that would overwhelm me at the height of a panic attack is a constant and dull ache that I can't seem to shake. I spent so much time not feeling anything and now I feel everything. You know, you and I would talk all the time about life and death. We would talk about how fortunate we were because we still hadn't experienced any, you know, close losses in our immediate family. Even in those moments where it looked like the end. We haven't had this experience before. You know, losing one of our own. You left a hole in our hearts. A void that can only be feel, filled through our reunification in the spiritual realm. I pray every night before I go to sleep that you'll come to see me in a dream. I want so desperately to hear your voice, your laughter, to see that smile light up a room one more time. Do you remember the time we went on a store run and got lost in that snowstorm on the back roads? You kept saying, uh-uh now, Sean, get us out of here. 
after we started seeing all those damn Confederate flags and Trump signs. What was supposed to be a simple, simple trip to Walmart turned into an adventure. Funny memory for us to share. There were so many things I wish I could have told you before you left here. Like how proud I was of you. To call you my cousin. Although you were more like my sister. I'm so sick that we never got to plan that cousin's night we've been talking about. I know you'd be telling me not to beat myself up about it. I'm trying not to, but it's hard. You know, on one hand, I blame my work for not taking full advantage of the time that we had left. Now that you're gone, I find peace and comfort in the work and get lost for hours writing and brainstorming. But nothing can erase the fact that I miss you desperately. I wanted you to know that, you know, we got Trey and Mike and your mom, Tony. I know how important family was to you. You set a hell of a tone, and you left me some big shoes to fill, since I'm the oldest now. Like LBJ, who was sworn in after Kennedy was cut down in Dallas, I had no choice but to step up and make sure that I handle shit the way that you would have for any of us. But it's with a heavy heart that I do so. Your service was beautiful. I didn't cry during your uh, my tribute to you. So thanks for that. I know that you were there with me. Man, Shaw, the times we had, the laughs we shared, our inside jokes. <laughs> you were something else. Always fun to be around, you know, the life of the party. Everyone always wanted your attention. Always thought you were an awesome mother. And I don't know why I didn't tell you that more. Thought you were strong and genuine. Thought you were smart. Thought you were funny. Thought you were kind. You were someone to be admired. You know, great friend, great partner to Mike be missed by so many. I remember being at your candlelight vigil and seeing all those people there. You know, understanding that each of those people represented a life that you touched. Left an incredible legacy behind. You remember that time when we were kids we were at my house and we were in the backyard in the swimming pool. And uh, we went back into the house for something to drink. We came back out and there was a dog in the swimming pool. And we took off running. The dog chased us around the house. Our childhood was magical. You know, it came with its trials, but we were blessed and we knew it.
were so excited about the baby. It hurts me in such a deep, profound way to know that you won't be here to celebrate with us. Although I understand that you'll be here to celebrate with us. Shit really sucks, man. You're a hero. Loving someone else so much that you're willing to lay down your life in exchange for theirs is a powerful kind of love. It puts into perspective for me, even a little bit, the love that God has for us. Although I don't understand why you had to go, I'm grateful for the time that we shared together. I'll always have those memories, things that I can look back on and laugh about. It's another thing I admired about you. You lived your life. <laughs> you did some wild shit. I'm gonna miss you. Until we meet again, may I see you in my dreams. I love you. Beyond forever. Thank you.